0: This
2: is The Rich
3: Eisen Show. I've said it like five times. I could just say it another five times.
2: The Rich Eisen Show, live from The Rich Eisen show studio in Los Angeles.
3: Okay, Max
2: Crosby here. What is your goal? I truly want to be a Hall of Fame player. That's my goal
0: um, overall. The Rich Eisen Show.
2: Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Coming up, Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter. Plus, your phone calls, Polaroid. Results and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody, it is time for round three of the Rich Eisen Show, live on the air. Fresh back from Indianapolis, Indiana, combine in the books. New league year begins next week. Ian Rapaport was on the program talking about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Mitchell Trubisky and. Uh, yeah, he's going to get paid next week. And so many other scenarios going on with the Green Bay Packers and Devontae Adams as he's franchise tagged. What does that mean? We're, we're the Packers right now and hearing from Aaron Rodgers and making sure Devontae Adams is happy and putting this all together. And then the Browns go ahead and franchise tag David Njoku. There you go. Didn't see that one coming. Am I bleeding? Because they just got tagged.
0: Like why? Well,
2: I I don't know. Hey, hey, hey. Good to see you Chris Brockman.
0: Rich, I'm great. DJ up, Mikey
2: D is in D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Jefferson, how are you? Yes, sir, I'm Good fantastic. To see you man. All. Good to see you all. Uh one one guy I want to talk about coming from the combine, fascinating. He's so talented. His tape um frequently jumps off the screen and other times it doesn't. But most of the time it jumps off the screen and he ran a terrific 40 sub 46 for defensive lineman and um, and there are some mock drafts that had him first overall, Kayvon Thibodeau, of Oregon, and um, he was out here uh, on Super Bowl week and making some rounds and making some headlines, talking about how he wants to make sure he plays in a in a state with no income <laughs> tax, and you know. Uh, with a ton of personality. Yeah, right? I saw right, some of his interviews. Great right, talking about his brand <laughs> mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And you know what, when you do that, um, you get some scouts here that and they're like, okay, I got to see what's under the hood here. Mm-hmm. Fair or not. That's what happens. That is exactly what happens. Certainly if from what you see on tape jumps off the screen at you. And then there are other times where he, he is, as some scouts said over the weekend, taking some plays off so the conversation all week long when he was at a podium or in front of a microphone was him battling the perception that he doesn't care as much you know do you love football that's what you hear from so many scouts yeah are you into it or are you into yourself are you more of a team guy or you're more of a you guy and it's maybe terribly unfortunate unfair what have you, but whispers start because either teams want you to fall to them or whispers start because they're true, and that's the type of season it is. And if you're caught in that vortex, like Desmond Ritter's coming up, there's nobody who has these conversations about him from Cincinnati. Question is, is is he good enough to be your starting quarterback in the NFL? Like, it's it's that conversation. Mm Not does he want to, can he be a leader, and things of that nature. Can we spend a top 10 pick on him? He's not a top 10 pick, but he could be somebody like Dak one day. Like, you're hearing those comparisons right now? And I'm sure Desmond Ritter would love to be in the position that Dak Prescott is in, like right now, which is renegotiating his contract to give more cap space to his team and putting more money in his bank down the road to add to his generationally wealthy contract. But with Kayvon Thibodeau, the question was, coming into the week, what are you going to put out there for all the scouts to see? What is your message going to be? And he said when he got to the microphone that he was definitely upset to hear that his want to is being questioned. And and he'll show everybody he's going to work out and do everything. That's what he said.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Runs a 40, blazing 40, looks terrific doing it. And then um, Willie McGinnis is out there on the field for us covering the defensive line and linebacker drills. And as he's on camera, I see over his shoulder as he's talking about Thibodeau, I can't wait to see what he's going to do out here. Thibodeau's putting on his warm-up jacket and then slinging his knapsack over his shoulder, which is a sign I've seen many, many times. That means I'm, I'm done for the day. Rap. Now, some players didn't even work out at all. And the Kobe Dean didn't do a thing. Mm-hmm. But this isn't a question about him. And Thibodeau had all these questions about him. And when he didn't work out, it only adds more questions to the equation. Mm-hmm. And then Stacey Dales, who had a terrific week with us on the field, she went up to him and Willie McGinnis went up to Thibodeau, because apparently he's known Thibodeau for quite some time, and um, he told them both that it was a long day and that he wants to do all the defensive drills and the linebacker drills all at once, not you know separated by half an hour or what have you, and he'll do that all at his pro day, and it made no sense because it was just as long of a day as everybody else in his group and for everyone else in his group, and they all did their drills and got done with it. And if the question about you is, do you want to? Can you show out and show up? Is your motor in question? Is your desire in question? Will you take plays off or not? And he took the, the drills off. I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, I don't understand it. And I'm sure there are some scouts who will as well. And if they pass up on him because of it, maybe they will rue that day. Because I've seen guys not work out. I've seen guys not, not do drills, and it doesn't matter. They're terrific in the pros. And that may be the case for Kayvon Thibodeau. And did he hurt himself? There's a difference between hurting yourself and not helping, helping yourself. Okay. I've been around the combine block a lot. He did not help himself. Now, the Oregon Pro Day shows up, and he does everything? Yeah, or he doesn't do everything and he just shows up and he does a couple drills and looks terrific doing it? Will it matter? But I, I'm just wondering if if it's between Trayvon Walker and him on the clock, who are you taking? Between Aiden Hutchinson and him on the clock, who are you taking? And some teams might be, yeah, I'll take the guys who showed up at the combine and balled out and whose tape doesn't have those questions about him. I saw that and I thought to myself, man, I'd work out if I was him. But, again, he's so supremely talented. You could see how he plays when he's on. That kid is on.
1: Now, Rich, do you suspect that that's an agent giving him I this advice? No, or- I have
2: no earthly idea. But the response that came from him to Willie McGinnis and Stacey Dales made no sense. Like, yeah, I, I want to I, I do it at a time where I guess he's not up at 5 in the morning. It's a long day. I mean, to, he's not wrong. These guys are getting their hands measured and this measured, that measured, this tested, that tested, this thing, that thing. You know, and interviews here, interviews there. It's a long week. And it's a long day when you're working out. And at the end of it, it's particularly, you know, difficult to shine out and show up like you're supposed to. And um, he said it's a long day, but it was a long day for everyone else in his group. Everyone else. So these are questions that are going to come up over the next few weeks. He can absolutely answer them. He can absolutely forget them. And what I'm saying right now, one team might be like, good. I'm glad he yeah. didn't work out. Let him drop to us. I'll take him at 10. Yeah. I'll take him at 12. Exactly. I'll take him at 15 exactly or I'll take him at eight I'll take him at six because he's top five talent so that's why I'm saying he didn't hurt himself but I don't think he helped himself based on everything that I'm hearing and what I saw and it's a difficult thing because again he's he's essentially in the in in the world of he he's a growing budding star in this potentially in this league but still a kid certainly as a 52 year old man and i'm that's the whole thing is i learned this from mayock too and that's what's so great about daniel jeremiah also don't kill the kid don't kill i mean that there's still decisions to be made here but the one that he made by not working out after he told everybody i'm going to do everything and then he didn't Hmm.
0: yeah that's the thing like don't don't front load it with i'm gonna work out and i'm gonna show up and show out and, and then, scouts and, and
2: general managers it. and all the talent evaluators pick up on everything they're very very particular you know and a perfect example of here's some great stuff scouts being particular desmond ritter coming up shortly then we'll do we'll, we'll close out with what's more like uh with the uh, an overreaction Overre- monday overreaction. great we'll do that that's how our hour three and more of your phone calls Here's some good stuff about scouts. The scouts. I mentioned this the other day. I'll mention it again here now that I'm with you guys in person. When I heard they were going to play music during the drills to create an atmosphere for the fans that were there, I'm like, I I don't know how that's going to work. It was literally 20 minutes and out. <laughs> Honestly, it made Belichick's tenure with the Jets look like Belichick's tenure with the, uh, the Patriots.
0: Frank Gore okay. with the Eagles.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> In and, and done. The phone calls and the texts that were flying into everybody, into the truck.
0: Yeah, I don't get that.
2: On, on DJ's phone, again. He's just, they're all, because, again, it's, it's, a laboratory, it is their laboratory, it is their time to see these guys. And there are announcements to be made. And they do not need like uh, walking on sunshine, glaring <laughs> <laughs> in
0: the way <laughs> don't they
2: don't good. need Katrina you in the waves. They want to, with
0: the music, it's supposed or? to be the
2: wave drill, not Katrina in the waves. Nice. Well done. Okay, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be here.
0: Live and DJ. for the fans,
2: and for the fans now. I heard some scouts were upset that fans were there to begin with, and I have a problem with with that approach. Fans you can't being there- go
0: halfway. You can't go halfway. Yeah, he actually had a good
2: we're point. Either, we're either all in or we're not. No, you don't need to have the fans have music for the fans. You don't need that.
0: Why not? You don't need, you don't need music at an NBA game, but it plays nonstop.
2: I understand that, but fans there still, the fans being
0: there was a delight. It was, was great. Was there energy? Were they providing some juice?
2: When there were deep... What is Balls chukes? thrown. When there were deep balls thrown they and they go. made the catches, they were like ovations. Okay, and well, I, that's good. I dig that. That, and You could see the fans, the, the players were kind of into it. You know, Sauce Gardner runs his second 40 better than his first. And you could see it because our broadcast is up on the screen. As soon as they pass the, the finish line, they can look up and see their time. Oh, that's cool. And a couple times, though, we... Caught a couple F-bombs of some of the players disappointed <laughs> with their 40 time.
0: Well, I mean, that's yeah. nature of the beast. I know,
2: but Sauce Gardner ran through because the 40-yard dash line was running towards the fans. The fans were in the corner of the end zone at the and the opposite end zone from where the 40-yard dash started. So they're running through, and as they run through at top speed, they're basically right in front of the fans when they're finished with their run. Sauce Gardner runs his forty, looks up, sees that he's b- he's beaten his first time, and blew a kiss to the crowd.
0: Yeah, I mean that's and
2: that's just phenomenal. That's great, phenomenal. Um, I forget which guy it was. I think it was. Oh man, I forget it. I mean, it just it was twenty eight so hours people, of television. Yeah. There was uh, a family for I think a USC linebacker that stayed late because the fans kind of thinned out as it got around 9 o'clock at night. Every time he did a drill, they went crazy. They were up in like the rafters. It's fun. It's fun. And it's, that's not – that shouldn't be distracting to a scout's work. But if a scout can't talk to another scout or a talent evaluator can't talk to another one because they're shouting over music, I get it. I get it. The music was loud, too. Oh, yeah. And it's kind like, of like, like, what are you doing? What are you doing?
0: Do it between the drills. But, like, you've done enough scouting by now. You're just there to watch a workout. You can't say that. You can't So, is isn't about them anymore?
1: Is it the music or just the volume of the music? If the music is everything, it was everything. I think it's both. It's just like, what are we doing? Like, this is is a
2: combine. We are here to evaluate these folks and have an environment in which we could do our best evaluation and talk. So many guys say, what's your time? What time did you you have? What do you have? What do you have? What do you have? And if you can't. Like the first half hour, it was so loud. It was one of those things where it's just like, what, what are we doing?
1: But also, isn't that how you know you go to the gym? Music's bumping. That's how these guys get yeah. up. They got to run. They got to lift. Like, like having if, them out there in silence. The I don't have Walk a problem music. I did stuff. not have a problem
2: with scouts having a problem with the music. Any scout that was just like the fans are distracting or. I mean, they're not doing the wave. They were dead quiet until, that like, that occasionally. Like, honestly, like, the guy runs a fast 40, and, and you would hear, like, a nice smattering yeah, of applause. See, that's cool. Like, somebody just, somebody on the PGA Tour just, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Just uh, landed one uh, 10 feet from the hole. And yeah. It was kind of like, yeah. You know, nice little golf clap. Mm-hmm. Someone did that. And Sauce Gardner blew him a, kiss, a smooch. And it was fun. <laughs> yeah. You know? So the scouts are very particular. Don't give them anything to mark down. Just don't. Don't give them anything to mark. And write down. Just make a note. Don't make, a, make, them, make them basically say, you want them texting another evaluator a rocket ship emoji, not like, <laughs> not like a shrug emoji, like, what's up with
1: that? I'm building don't do rocket? it. And
2: Kaybon Thibodeau gave them a reason to be just like, okay, like, what was that about? Some might mark him down, and, you know, he might sit there and go, well, then it's not meant to be. I'm, I'm dominant. You're going to miss out. I am who I am. But I don't think he helped himself. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. This kid definitely helped himself. Desmond Ritter had a very nice combine, and apparently he interviewed very well. He's the Cincinnati Bearcat quarterback, and he will be joining us next right here, fresh off of his combine experience, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk a little bit about the Callaway Rogue Irons. Yeah, we're in the fairway right now. Okay, we're in the fairway. Yeah, we are. are. Callaway didn't just create the longest irons ever with their no Rogue ST. They made their longest irons ever perform at the highest level for every player. Rogue ST irons come in four different offerings, people, four. Each model using artificial intelligence on high-strength 450 steel. The only irons ever to do so. The most popular iron of the bunch is the Rogue ST Max, designed for the widest range of players because of its refined game improvement shaping and incredible combination of speed, forgiveness, and all-around performance. In other words, Rich, you suck. (laughs) But for you low- to mid-single-digit handicappers, there's a Rogue ST Pro... This is going to give you the hollow body construction and sleek, compact player shape. Callaway's best game improvement model is Max OS. Gives mid to high handicappers total forgiveness with high launch, wide soles, and enhanced offset. There's also Max OS like their most forgiving high launch iron. Rich, that's for you. It comes with wider soles and increased lofts and a lightweight package for players with slower swing speed. So no other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons. Find your Rogue ST irons at CallawayGolf.com slash GoRogue. Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati when we come back.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old.
2: He is the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bearcats. What a season they had. And now he is fresh off of the NFL Scouting Combine. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is quarterback Desmond Ritter. How are you, Desmond?
3: I'm doing well. How are you? Thanks for having me.
2: Thank you for coming on. What uh, What'd you make of the Combine? What would you think?
3: Uh, yeah, I thought it was a, a great experience for me to go out there and um, kind of show what, what I could do. But, you know, overall the experience was fun. It was um, good get, to get around a, a, a lot of the competitors um, and then a lot of the other position groups as well. Um, but then also to meet around all the coaching styles again. Um, it was a great experience.
2: All right, so give me the typical day that didn't involve on-field drills. Give me, so give me what, what was your Wednesday like because you did your Thursday night on-field drills. I want people yeah, to know so, how, how crazy it is for, for, for prospects, folks like yourself.
3: Give me your yeah, Wednesday. So, so Wednesday was a medical day. Um, we woke up, had uh, just general medical information uh, for about an hour and a half. What time did you wake um, up?
2: What was your wake up? What What was the alarm that day? Uh, it was about
3: 545.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, um, are you an early morning riser? You're a college kid, but you are early. Are you an early morning riser?
3: Yeah, I just got to get up. Once I get up, I'm good to go. Um,
2: well, wait a minute. Dude, but, you have a baby, right? Do you have a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a silly question then. So, of course, yeah, you're doing. So, so, okay.
3: Yeah, it's it's easier for me. This, so this was a vacation.
2: Um, Wait a minute. This is a vacation for you. The combine.
3: Yeah, so Some of these. Some of these times <laughs> we're sleeping all the way through the night. It is good. You
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, I may um, interrupt. So keep going. What what your Wednesday was like. Go for it.
3: Yeah. No. So then we did general medical information for about an hour and a half, um, and then we went straight to where it was. Um, medicals for, for all the team evaluations. So you would walk into a room um, with, with your main doctor who evaluated you real quick um, and then that doctor would go and present to about six or seven teams um, and you do like a rotation of about six rooms. Um, so once, once all the doctors are done with you and asked all the questions they need to ask, it took about another hour, hour and a half. Um, then you go do um, your MRIs, your x-rays, your CTs, your body scans. Um, and that could take anywhere from you know, just an hour all the way to to five six hours, and for me it took about three and a half hours um, and then I was able to get some dinner or excuse me some lunch around like one o'clock two thirty and then I went to do the the photo shoot with all the the cool graphics and everything that you see on TV whether that be ESPN or, or NFL network That's the one um, yeah and then um, you know, <laughs> then after that, I would get a couple of interviews um, then got some dinners and then we had meetings. Um, and those last from about eight to eleven, um, and so you're basically on you know the whole day.
2: And then the next day you had to work out.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. then the next day you got to get up and, and go put on your best physical performance. Oh. So you know it, it, it's a lot from you, uh, not only mentally but but it's some physically draining as well. Wow.
2: Okay. So um, how many teams did you meet with, Desmond Ritter? How many teams?
3: Yeah. So so I met with you know there were there were 18 slots. Um, the first day, we, we just did informal teams, or formal teams, excuse me. That was on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, um, we did informals, which was kind of a, a big room they call the train station. Um, and you just go down there, and, and teams will come and pick from you and talk to you for 15, 20 minutes. Um, so the, the first day, I met with nine, um, and then the second day, I met with another nine, but um, I think only a couple were the same.
2: Okay. Um, which teams do you meet with? You want to throw some out there for me? Go some out there.
3: Yeah. Um, so, you know, I met Pittsburgh, I met with the Vikings, I met with Atlanta, uh, and, uh, you know, a handful of other teams.
2: Hmm. What was the strangest question you got asked, Desmond Rigger?
3: Uh, I never really got any asked very many strange questions. Um, but the only odd thing that you, know, that you guys know by now is um, when we walked into Philadelphia um, <laughs> and into their meeting room, they made us um, shoot on the little tight school, so uh, that, that was the only thing that really threw me off real quick.
2: So they again, they made you shoot little free throws. Like my 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 uh, my friend here, Chris Brockman's son, Cage, shoots on it. Um, so he would be. Did you know that your son is preparing for the combine? I, the interviews? I had no idea. Okay, yeah. So how, how how did you how did you perform, Desmond? How did you perform? Yeah,
3: so, so I made my first one, and then the the next two left a couple short. Um, hit the fourth one and miss the fifth one, so I went two for five.
2: So the pressure is 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 on. Or were some of your other your your combine mates there as well, or just you and Sirianni and Howie Roseman and the rest of the Eagles? Was it... uh,
3: Yeah, it's just me and the whole coaching staff and, mm-hmm. and you know some of the owners and GMs. Um, but it's just you. You know, that's the first thing they did as soon as you walk into the room. Was like, all right, put your stuff down. I right, shoot five shots behind the yellow tape. Um, So I got back there and thought I'd put enough shots up for this offseason to be able to to make more than two, but I guess not.
2: Mm. So uh, Desmond Ritter here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, I asked this, interestingly enough, of Jalen Hurts, now the Eagles, uh, when he was going through, I'll ask you, uh, what will a team get if they draft Desmond
3: Ritter? Yeah, I think um, first and foremost the Super Bowl. Um, one, because I'm a winner, and two, because I'm a competitor. Um, I'm going to do anything it takes to win. Um, and then they're also just going to get a hard-working, loyal guy, uh, one who's going to love you know whatever city he goes to, uh, make sure to, to leave my name there as a, a mark for the good. And um, you know just, just like I said, a competitor, a go-getter, a winner.
2: And so um, this year, um, proving that, that you got to a national championship semifinal game, what what growth did you experience this year in your estimation for
3: yeah I, I feel like it was more off the field in, in my preparation um that's where i felt like i, I took the next step um and, and that's part of the reasons why i came back in my decision to come back um, after the 2020 season um was i felt you know at that time i was just doing what every other college quarterback was doing um and, and you know for me to to take that next step i just needed to take a step forward like how um, so, so like so,
2: what what do you so, mean like what exactly did you did you do
3: yeah, so as far as preparation, you know, I was able to, you know, meet in the offensive staff room with all the coaches to go over our game planning um, every single week for every game. Um, so on Sunday nights, I was in there until about 10.30, 11. Um, and then on our, our day off on Mondays, um, I, would, I would get up, get in there around 6.30, um, and, and we would game plan 11 personnel on Mondays and then Tuesdays. We're um, third down in the red zone days, you know, after we practice, go back up in there um, and, and get all that together. And then um, Tuesday through through game day, you know, as soon as uh, the practice is over with, everyone showered, got treatment, um, got something to eat in them. You know, I, I would host meetings um, with with some of my teammates. You know, just to, to go over that day's practice film um, to make sure that that everything's right.
2: Hmm. Desmond Ritter here on the Rich Eisen Show, and then off the field as well. You again, you have you you have a, a girl. You've got a daughter, huh?
3: Yeah, yeah, baby girl, my baby girl, Layton.
2: How so? How old is she?
3: She's uh she's about to be eleven months on the nineteenth. So we're we're planning our one year old birthday party right now. So times are exciting around the house. Yeah,
2: about to. See, so how does one man? How how does one prepare to be drafted and go through all of this and train and combine with an eleven month old? Yeah,
3: you? you know, fortunate enough for me, I have a, a wonderful uh, mother, of my child, and a girlfriend. Who who does a heck of a job with her? Uh, You know, all these times when I'm not lifting out of way, she's been able to to be home and be with our daughter and and help her grow. Um, So, you know, I got all that going on and all the football life going on, um, and then it's always great to come home and and see my daughter.
2: That's Claire, right? That's uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did you met? You've known her. You met her a long time ago, right? You're like high school sweethearts or something like that.
3: Yeah, met met her freshman year um, of high school. Through a mutual friend on the on the football team, they live next to each other, um, and, and then it was we started dating junior year.
2: I got to tell you, man. I mean, do, do you do you mention this in meetings? Do they ask you about it? Because you're obviously further along the line in terms of life and maturity than than maybe some others that uh, you will be compared and contrasted with in uh, in the draft, Desmond.
3: Yeah, right? yeah. I would say, yeah. Some of them, some of them do. Some of them don't. Um, someone will will leave it at you know who are you bringing with you if we were to draft you, uh, and then others you know just dive into it kind of how we just did of you know how do you how do you dif- di- differentiate um, you know life as being a father and life as being a football player and a quarterback at that, and then you know what are the similarities what are the differences between the two, um, so you know just simple things like that, um, but yeah
2: okay Desmond Ritter here on the Rich Eisen show a couple more minutes left with you sir so. um do you think Cincinnati gets a bad rap in college football because what AAC and and nobody really uh because yeah, I mean it seemed like there some people thought others deserved a shot against Alabama and not you. I'll give you the floor on that one, Desmond.
3: Yeah, um it, it's easy for for the outside world to say but um I bet you they wouldn't be saying that, you know, it's us Cincinnati lined up against one of their teams. Um and they went out there and played them cuz you know, it probably end up in a Cincinnati W. Um, but we don't have to say much more than that. Other than, uh, them boys are, are going to keep working to to be the best, no matter what anyone says about them.
2: And um, I, I I enjoyed meeting for a brief bit Sauce this past weekend as well. Seems like there is very few people on your team uh, short of confidence, Desmond Ritter.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, he's the guy who came in from day one um, with all that confidence. And, um, you know, we kind of looked at him crazy, and then and then he earned it. <laughs> Um, to be able to go out there and just be the way that he is. So, uh, you know, he had a, he had a, a great weekend and, uh, you know, had himself, a, had himself a good couple of days.
2: So, yeah, I, I'll you know, bite on that know, one. Hold on a minute. I'll bite on that one. What do you mean looked at him a little crazy? <laughs> what do you mean? What yeah, do you mean? Yeah,
3: because, you know, he came in here as a, as a 17-year-old freshman about six four probably around 160 um and, and you know he told him he was like Hi, i'm sauce And he was like, excuse me what <laughs> um, and, and he was like yeah call me sauce and we were all like you know us older guys were like uh no we're not we're not gonna walk around here calling you sauce like what's your real name again he's like a ah, mod all right we'll call you a mod um and then you know he earned that nickname over his couple of years
2: i was about to say so at what point did you say all right sauce i i hear you when did that happen
3: yeah. Yeah, no. and, you know, it was, it was after um, the first season, more so after the, uh, the UCF game at home, um, when he got his first career pick six, I think it was, um, that, that helped us. And we were like, okay, he might have something here.
2: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was like, we're not calling you sauce. But it does take some serious, you know, gumption to introduce yourself as such to a whole bunch of people when you're 17, right? Yeah. I mean, but, that is you
3: know great. That's the that's confidence he's had, like we said, ever since he's been, you know, a young kid, young adult. Um, and it's just going to keep continuing to carry it with them.
2: So, uh, before I let you go, what is your plan between now and draft day? What What do we got? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm already back out here in California. Uh, you know, just kind of this kind of phone calls, almost in the middle of the workout. but okay. uh, we got the workout just over with. Um, so, um, you know, working out, getting uh, physical training, PT, uh, physical therapy. And, uh, you know, just working out, staying in shape, getting ready for Pro Day.
2: Okay. And when is your Pro Day again? When's that?
3: March, 20, March 24th.
2: Okay. March 24th, back in Cincinnati uh, for your, I guess, your Cincinnati, if you will, uh, finale. Uh, and then where are you going to be for draft? You're going to be, where, uh, what do you got?
3: Yeah, for draft, I'll either be um, in Vegas if I get the invite or back home in Louisville. i um, with a whole bunch of friends and family. so. I
2: love it. Well, good for you. Uh, great combine. You look great. You really did. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. You, you did, and um, you know, I guess the only thing that you didn't do um, stupendously well was uh, three uh, little tight free throws that, uh, unfortunately, you, <laughs> you shorted them. Um, other yeah, than that,
3: you, you look back, you look back, and you know those might have been the the, the three you know so called throws that I wanted to get
2: back. <laughs> no, I it. No, it's all right. You know, you didn't expect it, and and uh, other than that, congratulations on everything, and uh, let's continue to to stay in touch. Thanks for the call. Yes, sir.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you for having
2: me. You got it. That's Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati Bearcat Football. You're getting a dad. You're getting a leader. You're getting a guy saying, I'm bringing a, first of all, I'm bringing a Super Bowl. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, we're not calling you Sauce. I enjoyed that story too. Yeah, what's your name? Ahmad. Yeah, it's Ahmad. Yeah. Pick six against UCF. Okay, okay sauce. Here I see you. Sauce. Nice play. up. He got that name from a, a pop Warner coach.
1: Oh, because he saw that.
2: He saw that even at a young age, he had some extra sauce. Get that
1: sauce. Shout it up. Get that sauce. Good nickname.
2: We gotta get sauce in here, right? That's nice. Oh, that's It's next up on the Bearcat Hit Parade.
0: That's a good nickname,
2: dude. That guy is talented. And Desmond Ritter um, had a terrific season. Terrific season and clearly is dedicated and has a professional mindset and he's a daddy. So I can worry about him being out late at night. Um, And the girl
1: dad did that too.
2: That's right. (laughs) That's me, which means he's wrapped. That's a wrap. He's taking the L. (laughs) So, so Cage, um, you know, um, had his birthday party, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I saw that on Instagram. At his birthday. Yeah. Saw so I was having dinner with the Rachel Bonetta last night. She said she was there too. Yeah, that's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was not in charge of the guest list. Oh, <laughs> oh! did not invite Rachel. Oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, and
0: it was for my friends who have little kids. Rich. Okay. <laughs> and Cooper had a little league game at the exact same time.
2: Did he? I wouldn't know. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. You went to a lot of my kids' birthday parties? Yeah.
0: As a single guy.
2: Be
1: more than happy to you know, show I mean, up. we know why. Just letting you know for, for his third. I mean, Rich, you invited him over to... Just letting you know for ...Thanksgivings and all types of other dinners when he was lonely. I he kids would pay no you, know why, you know why you why mean, I was on the pain on can't. my list? Do you know why I was on the pain on my I list? I have no idea. Because
2: he doesn't want me to bring his child plastic wear... <laughs>
1: For his birthday. Yeah, but you wouldn't do that. Oh yeah, Rich would. You wouldn't do plastic. Wouldn't I? You oh, would do the good yeah, stuff. Oh yeah. You do Real the good stuff. I would, I think. By the way, I. Would, oh yeah. You
0: would never. I would any Sarah. of my things to <laughs> yeah. borrow to then return.
2: No, I would just get him that. You would buy it yeah. just to see how. And
0: that's a terrible it. gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think?
2: Just the whole <laughs> little tights thing reminded me of that. Yeah, chilly and kind, kind of windy. <laughs> don't a, get comedy. That's he said that's don't a get terrible comedy. gift.
1: <laughs> kind of weird. You don't get comedy. I get comedy. I, I stand it. Okay. Just I wondering am how. Comedy. I'm just
2: glad that I saw it, it was a beautiful day. Beautiful day. It was a nice day. And everybody that was invited had a child with them, right? Young child, same two
1: year old. You invite anybody from work at all? Is what you're saying? No. Okay.
0: Clearly not. I didn't invite anyone from work.
1: That's kind of Because why up.
0: would you want to go to a two year old birthday party? Because because I, can I ask a question?
1: All, there's a lot of kids there, right? Yeah, a ton is of it, kids. Is every mom married? Oh,
0: every mom married. Is every mom married? Wow.
1: This sounds like this sounds like a, a,
0: I, I mean, I don't a Vince Vaughn movie. Maybe no, you know the, the love
1: of Mir Del Tufo's life could have been there as a single mom, but we wouldn't know. Oh, God, because we didn't get invited wow. to the party, right, no. Mike? I mean, you know, wow. boy,
2: this is boy. The the, I mean, the takes I mean, that everyone's having today. What it's happening? Like, what did what happened? I know I mean, what happened. What happening. What's worse? Take that. The love of my life is right here. Me. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> all right. Let's take a break. <laughs> let's take a break. I'm just saying. By the way, oh, on a second, in wow. a, before we take a break, in all honesty, Cage is making more than two of those shots, right?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or is he just
2: Duncan? His little cage is
0: dunking. He he can get like a four foot jumper going. Okay. But I've seen it. Not that. I'm sure. Desmond was probably shooting from like I mean, 10 the feet. Eagles, the Eagles are doing rock, paper, scissors I got to say, I have such then then they're they're a doing huge problem with all this. All this. You stuff. got a problem with that. I do. But not
2: with music. You have a, no because, problem.
0: Because the NFL has established that the Combine is now an event. Yes. Okay? All right. These teams. They're trying this, to put them
2: at ease. They're trying to put them at ease. They're not using that as an evaluation that you're just trying to make them chill. Dumb. Okay. There
1: you go. Who are they trying to put at ease, though? Dumb. The scout or the player? Yeah, the player. Yeah, it's like. It seems like the scout is the one. Yeah, come on in and shoot the music. And a little bit of, let's headphones. see the competitive spirit. Oh, let's see your competitive spirit. Thing. I don't know. I the don't players understand. are all wearing headphones before they I work
2: out. They want and the music. And if Kayvon
0: Thibodeau doesn't want to work out, who cares?
2: Well, because... Uh, 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 like, hold on a minute. Who cares? Because they see on his tape, they have questions about whether he really wants to put himself out there on his tape. And they are questioning that and here he is having an opportunity to work out just like everybody else, just like he said he would, and then he didn't.
0: Things, That's a different story. You know, things come dude, up, man. Like, things Chris, come up.
2: you're paid to evaluate. Your job is to evaluate, and if you miss the evaluation, you're fired. You're out of a job. You could be out of football. Like, there's a certain intensity.
0: There's a difference between you know some dude who's maybe a, a third-day pick or a guy who's being
1: oh, talked about hold as on a number-one overall pick. But that's not what you're saying. Hold you're talking about the scout, not I'm, the talking about,
2: I'm What I'm saying is like you say: Who cares if he doesn't want to work out? The scouts do, and the players do. And and he obviously didn't. Well, care. I, I all I'll say is this: Mayock got hammered years ago over Jamarcus Russell, where he said he was questioning his love of football. Hammered. Look how that turned out. So. Again, these are there. There is precedence of somebody who looks so amazing and playing, and you're going to use a top five pick on this person. You better be totally
0: buttoned up because no, but if they're, you miss, but they're hammering if the you kids. Miss, you're, you're out having a personality, interested in other things. Like, get over yourself. Like, come on, this isn't forty years ago.
2: We'll take a break. Uh, overreaction Monday, boy, this will be a doozy. <laughs> this has just been one overreaction after another today this monday. is great coming up eight four four two zero four. 204 rich number to dial here on the program let's do some overreaction monday it's a monday lots to overreact like, yeah, there's only a couple of things that's
0: it check out our new nba show beyond the arc part of the cbs sports podcast network where you can find me john gonzalez nba insider bill Ryder, and ashley nicole moss five days a week talking all things nba Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
2: Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls,
0: how to refine
2: your mental models, and how to think about... You were telling me that, that I missed everything. I missed every possible boat by leading with all well, the Well, I was
0: preparing stuff. for an, uh, an open and possibly two segments. So, okay, you know, <laughs> I understand. <overreaction laughs> I, okay,
2: very good. Here's over... <laughs> hit it, hit it, hit it. <laughs> That was terrible.
1: That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction
0: Munders Monday. Monday. All right, Rich, so I know you were in an Indy, but you missed a really good basketball game Saturday night here in Los Angeles. Warriors had has been struggling lately they came in Lakers disaster team LeBron throws up 56
2: with Matthew Stafford now with
0: Stafford sitting courtside LeBron saved the Lakers season
2: seven. yeah it's, that's 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 <laughs> that's an overreaction that's who wants overreaction? to play them in
0: the playoffs
2: Mitch. everybody <laughs> LeBron is just so good
0: he's still playing well he's still, playing, still well.
2: playing well he's got mvp type numbers if the record actually supported it yeah Fifty six. He is unbelievable. And it was one of
0: those like sneaky fifty six point games. TJ, did you watch this? Like all of a sudden you look, but you are like, LeBron's got thirty eight. Like how?
1: All right, let's just. And the hater will say that he took thirty one shots, but I don't care, man. Fifty six. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of
0: those things I remember thinking, like, wow, he's going to have to score sixty for the Lakers to win this game, (laughs) and he he almost nearly did. And the Warriors
2: went cold. Lakers are twenty eight and thirty five. Yeah, they're they're ninth place. terrible. Terrible. By the way, how about the Pelicans? In a spot, and Zion is apparently coming
1: back. And here we go. And There's b- no way he sees the court this year. Excuse me. Maybe. I, Excuse why? me. It, it doesn't make sense. Why you play him? Why not? T- t- he sat out all year to bring him back for four weeks. Hold on a minute. If he's healthy, hold on a minute. Playoff, hold right? on a minute. If you asked the
2: Memphis Grizzlies. Mm did last year's little mini run that you went on out of the out of the state farm playing tournament before getting bounced out of the playoffs did that set the table give you any sort of taste any sort of confidence level for this year what do you think the answer would be
1: I think their answer would be, did John Morant miss the entire season on a foot injury when he's carrying okay. 300 plus pounds and would you rush him back? Okay. That would, I think that would that, be an you know,
2: odd response to that question. Well, yeah. I mean, was, you're you're sort of <laughs> cutting through
1: my point
2: by making your point with yeah. your own answer to a question that was simply yes or no. Yeah, I would, I would say, yeah, probably. <laughs> what else you have over there?
0: <laughs> okay, the other 50 burger over the weekend, my man, Jason Tatum, TJ's favorite player, Uh, Went head-to-head with Brooklyn yesterday. Great game in the Garden. The Celtics are the most dangerous team in the East.
2: I think it's the Sixers, I'm sorry to say. But they are really turning it around and looking good. Number zero in your program, number one in your heart. I guess the best part about that for him was that... Because he had to go torch the Nets in Brooklyn, he couldn't be in uh, Cameron Indoor to watch. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't one of the '96. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd, he'd have been there if the game was on Sunday. So at least it spared him. And he—they looked terrific.
0: Yeah, one of his best games as a pro. He was just answering the moment. Playing appropriately, making great decisions. Right. Celtics teams coming together. Yeah. Also,
1: Jason Taylor, you might not know, now has more 50 point games than Larry Joe Bird. Tied. They're or, tied, they're tied, uh, tied okay, at four. Tied. Okay. Yeah. Well, well he'll break that shortly. So, yeah, that's going to be. I mean, be he cool.
0: could break that in a week. I still it's think like, it's
1: your Sixers. the Sixers. By the way, what I say games. after the
2: first couple games, Maxi, that's the good stuff. Yeah, but we're all talking about the Embiid Harden two man game. Maxi appears to be unlocked. I told Brockman, With I said, "Where his ceiling is unlocked."
1: I right I told now. Chris, "I'm like, don't touch that guy. We can't let that kid go." And he's
2: Maxi's the third guy in to create a big ass
1: problem for a lot of teams. But your six or your it's Celtics gonna, are doing well.
0: East playoffs is going to be awesome. About uh, time the
1: East is back, right, Chris? It's been so totally many agree. years. It's been, it been a terrible. long time. Yeah, until they face the Suns or well, you uh, know, we'll okay. cross that All bridge.
0: Right. Okay. I think the champions in the East this year. Uh, all right, NFL, you can switch the music, Mike. Uh, I said this a while ago on Overreaction Monday that Aaron Rodgers will stay with the Packers. I'm going to stick with it, but we're going to add this. Rodgers is going to sign a record-breaking deal yeah. to stay with the Packers. Yeah, well, I mean,
2: record-breaking in terms of annual salary. Annual not, salary. Not in terms of length salary. or anything like right, that sort right, of thing. Right. I think it's going to have a five in front of it.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think, think I think it's going to be all cash, per? too. I think it's going to be the four maybe for 200 guaranteed.
2: I don't know if it's all going to be guaranteed. I don't know about that. That would be that would be something else. But I, I don't think that's an overreaction. I think that it, it's going to come from somebody. It's either them or wherever he goes. Back-to-back MVPs will do that for you. I don't think that's an overreaction at all. But it, not in terms of length and total dollars, I don't think. Right, I
0: think and per year, per year. Right. All right, lastly, uh, Michael, baseball one, so you can get rid of the football music. Okay. Hey, who cares when baseball comes back? As long as the shift is gone.
2: I heard about this. Oh yeah, Rich. First thing I, I thought it. I heard about this. Here's the thing: is I want I I want a little bit more runway than what we have left in this show and this segment. Uh oh. Put a pin in it for tomorrow. But all I'm Got saying it. is this. All I'm saying is this, this is definitely not baseball music. Turn it down. Turn it down. (laughs) My God, I don't know what that is. I I have no idea what that is. Oh my god. Center field by John Fogram? Definitely not that. I mean, come on. That wasn't that anything close to it. All I'm saying is, as you know, nothing, nothing makes me happier as the host of a show like this one than being proven correct. (laughs) It's so great. And all the managers that we've had, oh no, we can't get rid of that. Oh no, they, they were they shifted on Ted Williams. We can't shift here. Oh, baby, they know a killer. a killer, a killer of action, a killer.
0: Unwatchable.:
2: Oh, I can't wait to I was going to talk about that a little bit today, but oh, I got yeah, yeah. you know I got too stuck on
0: some terrible takes today. There you go. <laughs> up for tomorrow, Rich? That's what you get. <laughs> no music <here. laughs> I'm blowing right through that comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: sp-
2: speaking of baseball, I'll do this. I don't. Uh-oh. I think he'll get a kick that I'm reading it. Who do you who who who's my favorite person to send me a text during the combine?
0: Oh, send you a text during the combine? Yes. Uh, well, Michaels, Bob Costas, Bob Costas. Oh, Bob. That's right. That's right. Oh, speaking That's right. of baseball,
2: Mike McDaniel nailing the cliche hat trick is among the few redeeming moments offered by the dreaded combine. <laughs> <laughs> I got that in the middle. Of Sunday's combine finale.
0: Mike McDaniel. What a what a treasure. He's, He's
2: already one like and yeah. What a treasure. He's already one and oh. What
0: a treasure. Here yeah, we, well,
2: we At this point. All three. Oh, he did. That's true. But that's just one big huge win. Okay. Uh, it, it was so good. We might have to have him sit down for his bust. <laughs> that's how good it was. Woo. Legendary. I praise. Daniel Jeremiah. Oh, and Joe Manganello in studio tomorrow.